Hey there. Welcome to the Play Radio Station. You are now tuned in to We Don't Play Podcast Radio. And today on Aspiring Global Entrepreneurs, I want to talk about how to launch your first online store. I was really wondering how I was going to tackle this one because there's so many articles, there's so many pages, there's so many styles. So the only question you should be asking yourself is, what do I want to achieve? What is that one thing that I want them to know me for? And it could start as small as a symbol or as big as a movement. But the way you treat that chess move highly depends on three things. How much you trust your brand, how much you put in the passion and desire to build that brand, and how many goals you want to score with that brand. So I'm going to get back to that. But in the beginning, I'm going to give you some few things you need to capitalize on. I'm not going to tell you, oh, go on this website, go here. I'm not here to do that. All that information is out there. All I'm giving you are the guidelines to find that out. And if you do really want to find that out and talk to me, then what I would say is go to the link in the description and book an appointment with me and let's have a talk let's let's build what you have in mind and grow it into something that you want to see for yourself this is a hard process because nobody believes in your brand as much as you believe in your brand that's the hardest part because everybody sees something because everybody else sees it period if nobody's seeing it then nobody's gonna hear anything so no one's gonna talk And that means no one's listening. So it's just flat. But if you trust it, that's one person out of a million. And then that one person can push strings and emotionally, financially, psychologically, spiritually plan that. And then you can skyrocket into all those avenues. So I'm going to give you guys some tips. One, prioritize. You got to have a vision. You got to have a mission. You got to have a social workflow. I'll get to that. You got to have treatments. I'll get to that. You got to have partners. You got to have suppliers. You got to have customers. And most definitely, you got to have products. So your vision has to be clear. It has to be in one sentence. Your mission has to be at least three because... Sorry about the glitch, but three solid mission statements will carry the legs of your company and build the strength underneath to build a root. And when I say three, three is like a root. Three is like a tripod stand. So I'm treating that three like Trinity, like without those three missions without those three objectives goals then that one vision will never stand on that table it's as simple as that so you gotta have a social workflow to support that 
And what a social workflow does is a social workflow builds interest. That's what I mean. If you have a social workflow, if there's a way you work, if there's a way you do things, there's some results you want to see from the work that you do. So that work that you do puts yourself in a perspective of thought where you're like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to do, but I need to know how to get there. So that social now comes in where you now interact with people because that product you want to meet, somebody else's hand got to go through a medium of communication. And that involves what? Social. Yeah, exactly. So you need to get affiliated with people, with brands, with personalities, with styles. Sorry about that again. With styles that make you accessible and likable. And when you achieve those things, that's when you can be able to have a workflow that people want to work with. And then you have a product running. Before you get your product out there, you got to have treatments. You got to know how do I treat this product? How does the next person treat this product? So presentation is everything. Have you ever gone to a restaurant and you know it's a top class restaurant and then all of a sudden they give you some spaghetti and then they give you some meatballs and then they give you some eggs and then they give you some fruit juice like it's all confusing but if you do it in a way that it's like okay this is a lasagna this is some juice to go with it and this is probably like a cake that has eggs in it you know you've used the same products but you've turned them into beautiful amazing tastes so what i'm trying to say is treat that product like you treat your phone like something that you value Treat that product like you treat your car. The way you treat it is the way it's going to treat you because that's a design, that's a fashion, that's a kind of buildup that you can set for yourself. So please have a social workflow. Then have treatments to support it. After that, you can now look for partners because two is better than one. So you can look for partners, one or two or three. You don't need too many because you can be yourself and still do it but having partners helps and there are people called angel investors i was i'll say that again there are people called angel investors and they're amazing people find out about them google them and you will know more and you can do that also do something called sba.gov i talk i talked about it <laughs> I talked about it in the last episode that we had yesterday on managing small business contracts. And I was like, yeah, this is the things that I want to put out there because it really shapes me and we're not perfect, but the more you know, the better you do. So I'm just giving you guys information. And when you do suppliers that support partners, that's when you start to see the money come around. That's when you see the word to come around. So you have partners and those partners don't have to be financial partners, by the way. They could just be social partners that could help your social workflow. And what I mean is have influencers, have people that 
have credible standards in society, people that you can talk to that can build that interest for you. And then from there, you can be able to meet those needs. So have partners, have suppliers. And when I say suppliers, this is an online store. So you got to have suppliers. You got to know who, where, what, what's the unit cost? What are you producing? What's the quality? What's the breakdown? You got to know all that yourself. I can't do that for you. But the moment you do that for yourself and know what it is that you want, that's when you start to see the benefits of your success and your, your hard work. So what to do, get your suppliers and there's so many ways you can do it. And there's one way I found yesterday and it's amazing. Please, if you're interested, let me know and I'll give you the information. <clears throat> ah, this is crazy. I have so much to tell you. Um, but before I do, um, I repeat this again. Before we get into the next segment, because we have a lot to cover, I'm going to have a short break and then we're going to come back. Is that okay? All right. Okay, so what I was saying before we went on a break, and thanks for tuning in, thanks for being a part of this, I really appreciate each and every one of you, I don't know who's listening, but I love all my listeners, because the more you listen, the more I do, and the more I say, the more you know, and the more we enjoy, so I was talking about suppliers, and if you want to know more about that, you got to um, click the link in the description and book an appointment with me and we can talk about it and I'll give you all the guidelines. So after you have suppliers, you have your customers. Customers are everywhere. Customer is the next door neighbor. Customer is the guy all the way in Australia. But how do you get to them? How do you even know they're there? That's where customers come in. And you got to know who they are, where they are, what they do, what they love. It's literally like building an avatar. You got to create a character like like a movie character. And then that character is who you want to see do ABCD with what you have. And then multiply that and find the people that are similar, related or close to. And then you can build that interest and then that trust and loyalty begins. And then... Those are the people that you have as a community, which is your target market, which is going to lead to my next point. That's going to build products. Are we together? Yes. This is amazing, guys. Thank you for tuning in once again. So the next point is on testing your niche. And um, when I say test your niche, you have to know how to test it and i'll give you one quick example and then i'll move to the next point because this is very easy and i think you guys could try it it's fun too like you could everybody used to do it but now i mean people do it but it's not all the way done but i think it's going to a point where it act it can actually make sense when 
you do it the right way. So, <clears throat> this is what I'll say. Um, have a survey. Have a digital poll. Have a have something that can retain value for people. And when I say that, I mean build interest in your brand and ask people questions about your brand because you may think an idea is good, but the idea may not be that good because 50% of the people you're trying to sell to do not want that. So you have to be patient with yourself. So find out ways you can use Instagram stories. You can use polls. You can use suggestions, have surveys on SurveyMonkey and just build Google forms. Like people can put information down and gather data. And then you look at it and then you'll be like, oh, this is what it means. This is what it looks like. And eventually you know what is going on and then you build interest and value. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're in the game. So what am I trying to say? Get qualitative analysis, get reports, get surveys, get your questions answered, dish out paperwork and ask people a few questions, let them scan codes and know what they want to do. And then from there, they'll find their answer about their brand. The next thing and the most important thing, guys, this is the most important thing. Like, if there's anything I, I will tell you right now, please do these things. I would say this. Start off like this. Let me actually do it like this. Uh, I was on LinkedIn um, a few minutes ago before getting on this episode. And I was seeing someone talk about some copywriting skills. And... Sorry to say, guys, <laughs> it's about Durex. So it said very plainly, it said very plainly, like, I'll paraphrase it. <laughs> it said, to all the competitors out there, happy Father's Day. <laughs> when you see a post like that, Durex has literally crushed their competitors They've tested their niche at the same time and they're telling a story. So my third point is you got to do a brand storytelling kind of script, manuscript, form of information, like something that gives you exclusive PSA value for what you're trying to tell the next person because brand storytelling is my next point, which is the third point, And that's what you need for your online business. You need to have strong online presence and build brand storytelling. And that's also called content marketing. Content marketing is marketing that you can do for yourself, build your interest, let the next person know about your interest without having to tell them to buy it. Isn't that cool? It's like, it's like I'm giving you something to do, but I'm not telling you to do it because eventually you'd want to do it yourself because it's not anything compelling. It's more so appealing because if something doesn't appeal to you, you're not going to be there for the next 10 seconds. No, it's not going to happen. Nobody does that. Tell me what. So you got to build your brand, have brand interest value, 
grow things that make sense for yourself. And then most importantly, have a goal, have a desire, have a, have a game plan, have something that you can be like, okay, this is a story I want to tell about my brand. This is my, let's give an example. I have socks. What do I want to tell people about the socks? They're comfortable. Everybody wears socks, but your story about socks, the way you build your ads, the way you copyright, the way you tell people, oh, these socks do this, do that. And when you wear them, you feel like this. There's that human user generated response you get. And that's when you know you hit the jackpot. When somebody can relate, somebody can react, and someone can retain. Keep those three in mind. Then, after that, and you're doing your brand storytelling, you you know what your brand is like, what colors they have, what emotions they bring. Look at the psychology of your brand look at the psychology of your brand the color psychology matters if you have a blue logo and you're trying to talk about food it's not gonna work period just let that sink in so you need to have different colors that express the emotion and the brightness of your idea so that the next person can feel it like you do or more and that's when you know that you have created an interaction so you got to find your story and that's what's going to help you build your story so you find your story and I, and in the beginning i said trust passion and goals those are things that you have to think about for yourself trust passion and goals when you have those in mind you're building a solid foundation for yourself and when you find your story let people tell your story through their story and that's how your business is going to turn into an asset that has value and it's not just another t-shirt it has to speak to you when you look at something and it speaks to you you know it's for you that's when you know you want it if it's not going to speak to you you're not going to spend time on it because your time is important so i appreciate each and every one of you that's listening right now so after that you got to trim your margins that's the next point you trim your margins and when i say you trim your margins i mean build that culture you know what I mean? Like build that. Um, somebody help me <laughs> build your brand according to your size. And I'll use another word and say, cut your cloth according to your size. Yeah. Cut it like that. <laughs> so the best way to do and help yourself through that process is to have e-commerce marketing value by using suppliers like i said in the beginning knowing who your partners are your customers that's gonna really help you here because that's where you get to know about oh e-commerce this is 
advertising. These are platforms. These are places you can build for yourself. That's when you know, okay, this is what I want to do. And when you have influences like that, that's when you start to grow because you've trimmed your margins, your unit prices are lower and your overheads are way better than your, your operating costs probably when you started, you know, in the beginning. So you need to know where you balance that equation and know what you need to deal less with and more with. And then use traditional marketing, of course, have flyers, have radio, have TV, have um, all kinds of print so that people can see, familiarize, touch it, you know, and then that's where you can actually feel closer to it. And that's where the emotion is built. And then have a long term plan. Don't just have this online store and say, oh, I want to do this because I want to build t-shirts or I want to have a t-shirt line. Everybody wants to do something. And that's what I've realized with most people. Like everybody wants to do something, but you, you got to do it the right way. Have a long-term plan that makes sense for yourself. Have a long-term plan that makes sense for the next, that makes sense, sorry, for the next person. So how do you do that? You got to build customer retention and loyalty plans. So have giveaways, have gift cards, have things that make sense that your brand supports. Eventually, affiliate marketing, all this amazing, wonderful skills people do nowadays, you can be able to do your online business from scratch and then build your interest all the way up, have margins, have suppliers, have people talking about it. You don't even have to talk about it yourself because your money is doing it for you. And that's where value comes in. And the last thing, but not the least, is to believe you have to believe in your product no one else like i said in the beginning no one else believes in your product as much as you do no one no one (laughs) so you need to build your fan base you need to build your interest have a passion that is very high for yourself and that's where you start to see retainable value for your interest and I would say this in closing. Follow work and play entertainment on LinkedIn. Tune in to your favorite podcast station. We don't play channel. We're available on so many other platforms. So if you use Apple Music, Spotify, Bullhorn, um, the list is endless. Just click on the link and the description will give you all the details. And then subscribe to support play radio because this is going to get bigger and better god willing and there's so much to bring out and we look forward to you know building this big 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 successful plan all together and before i go i would like to say this and i've been thinking about it all day when you follow work and play entertainment on linkedin then you will see events that are going to be coming up soon. So very soon, I'm going to be having plans to do events and they're going to be very online based, which is exciting because it's going to be so fast, but at the same time, so efficient. So stay locked in, stay tuned in, keep listening to aspiring global entrepreneurs and 
this is an episode series that's going to really last a long time and there are other things coming up on the other side of the coin so stay tuned and stay blessed